Have you ever considered that your smartphone is a modern-day hypodermic needle delivering digital dopamine 24-7? This next title addresses our culture of compulsive overconsumption and the paradox that our addictions to fleeting pleasures tend to make us unhappy. Welcome to Audiobook Reviews in 5. This is Yana, also known as Jana. In today's episode, I'm reviewing Dopamine Nation, Finding Balance in the Age of Indulgence, written and read by Dr. Anna Lemke. Dr. Anna Lemke is the medical director of Stanford Addiction Medicine and a practicing clinician. Her new book, Dopamine Nation, illustrates how our culturally endorsed pursuit of personal happiness has made us all vulnerable to reward-seeking behaviors that actually make us feel worse. Dopamine is the neurotransmitter released in our brain when we're expecting a reward. It plays a central role in our survival by motivating us to repeat pleasurable activities. But the dark side of dopamine is how it's implicated in addiction, driving us to compulsively consume substances or repeat behaviors to our own detriment, sometimes fatally so. Complicating matters is that we're living in a world of overwhelming abundance. Drugs, food, news, gambling, shopping, gaming, texting, sexting, Facebooking, Instagramming, YouTubing, tweeting. The increased numbers, variety, and potency is staggering. And as Lemke says, if you haven't met your drug of choice yet, it's coming soon to a website near you. The ultimate consequence of pursuing dopamine constantly is to feel worse than when you started. Lemke argues that as a result, the problem is we're losing our capacity to delay gratification and solve problems. This has led people across industrialized nations to become more depressed, more anxious, more suicidal, and more addicted than they were 30 years ago. What is the remedy for this? In unofficial military terms, we might call this embracing the suck. Lemke advocates replacing some pleasure-seeking vices with painful pursuits, including abstaining from our most addictive behaviors like social media, cannabis use, or video gaming for at least a month. What really sets apart Lemke's ideas around addiction is her departure from the idea that addiction is always rooted in trauma or genetics. Addiction doesn't always have a deep cause or origin story. Addiction is its own thing. We're all vulnerable to some form of addictive behavior at some point in our lives simply because we share the same dopamine-driven neural pathways. Lemke has a pleasant, calming voice, but her narration is slow enough to put me in a napping mood, so I listen to this audiobook on 1.4 times the normal speed. Maybe admitting this reflects my own dopamine-seeking behavior to speed through content but it's hard to imagine anyone listening to this audiobook and not becoming more self-conscious about their tendencies toward endless phone scrolling, mindless snacking, or whatever it is you do to avoid boredom or seek out pleasure. As a practicing therapist, Lemke includes patient anecdotes throughout her book, beginning with a heartbreakingly vivid example of a patient struggling with sex addiction. And Lemke herself admits to a period in her life 
where she became consumed by the urge to read romance novels and erotica to the point where she felt she had to give up her Kindle device, which seems both quaint and relatable in the grand scheme of addictions. My criticism of this book is that Lemke doesn't specify in detail what constitutes reasonable use for our addictive behaviors, which would have been interesting and certainly helpful. Instead, she highlights well-worn advice for how to limit our use of problematic behaviors like locking our phones away or restricting our access to social media. I wonder what she'd think of temptation bundling, the term coined by behavioral economist Catherine Milkman, which refers to pairing certain dopamine-chasing behaviors, such as scrolling on social media or watching Netflix, with habits we're less excited about, like exercising on a stationary bike. I do this a few times a week, and it seems harmless enough. Also, Lemke strongly advocates for periods of abstinence and even pursuing painful activities that have the potential to deliver dopamine after we do them, like going for a run, having an ice bath, talking to a stranger, or reading a book on philosophy. This prompts me to ask, what if you already feel intrinsically motivated to do some of these things? How do you know which painful activities to pursue and differentiate which ones are more likely to deliver meaningful experiences, let alone hits of dopamine afterward. Lemke doesn't go into detail about this, which is unfortunate, because she does allude to self-harming activities and over-exercise becoming a problem in and of themselves. This is a relatively short listen at just over six hours. It's also timely, because I suspect many of us feel at least slightly concerned over our compulsive consumption of at least one thing. And even if you don't feel worried about your own habits, it's a guarantee that someone you love is struggling with theirs. Lemke uses helpful metaphors and analogies to condense complex neuroscience, and she offers practical advice for keeping dopamine in check. Finally, her patient stories of suffering offer examples of how we might better manage our consumption and rebalance our lives through the wisdom of recovery. That's all for this episode of Audiobook Reviews in 5. Thanks for listening. If you have not yet done so, please follow us on Facebook and subscribe to Audiobook Reviews in 5 on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, and many others. By subscribing, you help increase the profile of this podcast and chances of other listeners finding it. I look forward to checking in with you all again soon. Please stay safe and be well.